Josh Treblecock. And I'm Luffy. And we are the Cultural Vacuums. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is the podcast that ambushes you with a birthday cake of arts and entertainment reviews, courtesy of the civil servants of comedy um, comedians. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was amazing. Topical. That's what I'm that trying to do. That was lovely and yeah, topical. My little civil go, servants. We've got less benefits, though. As in no benefits. You got a pension? Uh, no, I'm uh, self-employed. Very well then. So, yeah. Guys, do file your self-assessments. It is that time of year. Mm-hmm. And this week, we've got a banger of an app, haven't we, Josh? Oh my God. Super excited to speak to the one, the only... Anya Magliano. Anya Magliano. Anya is a writer and a comedian. Uh, she's a podcaster as well. She has a podcast with Harry Monahan uh, called The Weekly Shop, where they dive into the shopping cart of a guest each week. Very, Anya very funny. has also written for Have I Got News For You and Frankie Boyle's New World Order. She also works with, do you know Amelia uh, Dimondelberg? Dimondelberg? I can't remember her name, but she does chicken shop dates. And she's, she is a very, One to very watch. One to watch. So we're very person. lucky to be able to speak to the wonderful Anya and uh, very much looking forward to hearing what she's going to come out with um, this week but as uh, we do every week we always talk about something that we think that Anya is going to speak about mm-hmm. at some point in our conversation mm-hmm. and we do it for a thing we usually do it it's like the pasty bet but last week it was like a tie or a hat or something like that it was, like a, hat. That. It was, it was a 45 hat. pound hat there you go so this week we need to go something a little bit higher than a hat I'm thinking I'm getting you a Zippo lighter Nice. I like it. I like it. For a man who's just quit smoking, I'll take it. (laughs) Okay. What do you think Anya might bring up in conversation at some point? She's clever. She went to uh, to Cambridge, I reckon, the Canterbury Tales. (laughs) (laughs) That is clever. Yeah, that's very clever clog stuff. Yeah. Um, A book. book, (laughs) Any book. Well, I've never met Anya, so this will be the first time I'm meeting her. And I think, from what I know about her, she's going to be a big old fan of... The Sopranos. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's just the Italian-sounding name. Yeah. It's very, it's a, hey. She may not be Italian. I hey, have no idea. I think she's Polish and Italian. I'm not quite sure. Uh, there'll be some connection in yeah, there. Yeah, anyway. there'll be some connection. But nonetheless, we will hesitate no more, and we will get to the conversation with the wonderful Anya Magliano. Anya Magliano. Oh, sorry, I fucked that oh, one up. We're doing nice and gentle chats. We're doing so nice sorry. and gentle chat. And now you've got the look of fear in your eyes. No, because yeah, I like to try and do some... I, I completely bottled it. It's like usually that kind of thing. It'd be like, Anya Magliano, welcome to the cultural vacuum. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, you did yeah, I did it then. I, I can't do it again because they're all so... That was low-key wonderful. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry it wasn't very So we've proper. prefaced this with you saying that you don't like films. <laughs> <laughs> not that this is all about films because it's not. I did because... drop that absolute bombshell. <laughs> I, I, well, I think that's a great way of starting it off like straight into it they're too long yeah okay and uh it's quite a lot of them are boring <laughs> indeed but oh my god i have actually a huge a huge new like part of my experience that i think explains a lot of why i don't like films right yeah i think i have and it hasn't been diagnosed yeah partial face blindness <laughs> What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did you just say? What does that mean? I have partial. So basically, the reason I think I have, I found out it was a thing because my dad shared an article on Facebook saying he had it. <laughs> oh, well, it must. Well, <laughs> well I, that's like the new WebMD. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a Guardian article, of course. Of course. Yeah. Man. Legit. <laughs> Didn't pay for the whole thing, but I got the gist of it. I got the first three paragraphs. I think I've got it. What is it? It's so it's basically a condition where you you struggle to recognise. Uh, people's faces oh. like your face can't really tell people's faces apart 
also can be compounded by ADHD, which we've discussed <laughs> yeah. before. Oh, yes. People have been accusing me of having. I think you're riddled. When I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I think what people are basically saying is that there are huge flaws in your personality that can only be medically explained. But then, you, but then you said you fell asleep really early last night, and someone with ADHD wouldn't have fallen asleep that early. And eight, o'clock, eight, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. And missed your alarm the next yeah. day. Oh, my God. I'm so complex. There's no cure. <laughs> it's just a web. I, I assumed that the depression was knocking at the door, but no. No, I was having the time of my life. Okay. <laughs> I must have narcolepsy. Um, but face blindness is like you, you struggle to recognize people's faces and features. Mm. And I have always like really struggled with um, re-meeting people and not instantly recognizing who they huh. are. Um, and when I was younger, I hated films because I couldn't tell the actors apart. Oh. And I thought every actor was a new character. So I'd be like, there's so many characters in this film. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep track of what's going on. So I would hate watching films as a kid because I was like, I have no clue what the plot of this film is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why a liar turns into Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, a yeah. new character. Every I, mean, scene. I haven't seen that, but <laughs> so, there are so many films that you haven't seen. <laughs> God, I I, yeah, I sometimes have this with people that I meet. I'm jealous of someone that's not seen something for the yeah, first time. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, then I would I love agree. to go back and watch. Yeah. Liar, liar. Liar, liar again time, yeah. for the first time. I can do that if you want me to. <laughs> I can do that just watch all the Jim Carrey films and just be like, why so does he you... keep turning up in a green mask again? <laughs> how do you fill your head with stuff if you don't watch a lot of films? Well, I think... Uh, I, I have such a good question. Yeah, what, that, what do you do? But do you, do you substitute? <laughs> could, be, yeah. could be a rabbit. Don't know. I've no idea. But do you do you substitute? So I always think that when you read books, right? Mm. When uh, and do you like visualize the characters' faces? Yeah, I well, I <laughs> I think I'm a very visual. Learner. Yeah, yeah, I'm the like, same. A hundred percent seeing everything in my brain. Yeah, but I wouldn't say I visualize their faces necessarily but like i i'm seeing it as like a landscape that i'm in I yeah feel like the same when someone explains something to me i'm always imagining it um also i read this is slightly different but i read the other day that like not everyone has like a voice in there really what yeah. i have more than one <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah. Podcast in there. <laughs> yeah and it's just me it's just my bits of this pod playing over and over again on. yeah good quip blue good yeah, quip yeah. it just goes silent whenever i talk <laughs> and then it's just back to you again oh, oh thanks josh yeah <laughs> so like is the voice because i've always wanted this the voice in your head is it your voice or is it like someone else's voice <laughs> <laughs> so I think sadly I would change if I could <laughs> I would do the same I'd hire a voiceover yeah. Izzy Sutty does yeah. your voice yeah 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 <laughs> but like I think with that and with um, it's like so I don't know I feel like maybe I'm at a point in my life where I'm finally realising that not everyone's experience is exactly like mine so I'm like people are able to see other people's faces really clearly yeah. people are enjoying films yeah. people are uh, not necessarily having a voice in their head and seeing everything is like <laughs> Shit, there's so much going on. Yeah, um, life's life's been fucking hard, isn't it? For you? <laughs> I'm going through huge changes. <laughs> um, so, okay, so what is like? What's the? What have you been like enjoying recently? Like, if there's things that you kind of just want to sort of say, people should be checking this out or anything like that. What have you just been enjoying? Okay, saying what? What have you enjoyed recently? I think then adding the element of people can check this out. Uh, 
the Beatles. <laughs> Check them out. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard some big. good stuff. They all look the same though. It's me. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> Can't yeah, imagine yeah. what it's like for you. Um, that is really <laughs> difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched. Um, so I got into them recently because of like I got I um, was doing something like vaguely related to them in a work capacity, and then was like, oh, I'm gonna start re-listening to them, and then it like unlocked this like part of my soul really that's where i for the listener i touch my chest yeah, yeah that's yeah. where the soul is lives Everyone there knows in the rib cage um <laughs> i unlocked something and i was like oh my god my dad used to play them to me in the car which i know is like the most classic well this mm. it's weird it's a tough situation for old joshy boy here but uh, oh yeah my dad didn't play it for me because he wasn't around his dad played. <laughs> his dad but if he was he may have played <laughs> he may have played it <laughs> and my mum didn't like the beatles so i had to find them my own no way. way no no way DMX. <laughs> I had to move to Liverpool to literally fucking get them, get into them, into my system myself. I did. I lived. I lived around the corner from Cavern Street and everything like that. That's so cool. Yeah, it was cool. I didn't realize where. I didn't like. For, I mean, this is how bad of a Beatles fan I was. So I, it took me about three years in, in Liverpool before I actually went to the place that they were sort of founded and most famous. Did it feel? Can you feel it in the air? <laughs> like, is there something cool? Yeah, because. Everyone is every everyone is there, like talking about how much the Beatles are amazing, yeah. and then the boss. Yeah. I love them. I love the Beatles. Boss, I can love them. They're the best thing. I, I, I'm terrible. Do. Sorry. I grew up forty minutes from Liverpool most of my life, and I've been maybe twice. I need to go more. I like. I feel like I don't know. I think it's kind of like a plunge pool where you kind of jump in and you're suddenly like oh god there's so much like so i love it when you were a kinder when you were a small a small kinder egg <laughs> did you not like the beatles or was it just not part of your i did like them i i my dad would play them in the car but like not in like i remember i have this really clear memory this is another experience that is very similar to what i'm having now but when you were a kid did you ever feel like every piece of information you learned just like blew your fucking yeah mind. yeah i remember when my dad played me hey jude and he was like this song is seven minutes long and i was like what the fuck <laughs> that's seven minutes yeah. that's crazy is that allowed yeah. yeah 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 and i have a really clear memory of being like oh my god this song is just gonna go on yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but were you enjoying it or was it just yeah, 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 got yeah. It on, so i did it's a mixture of both did it make you feel emotional like listening to hey jude like in the early years i uh, cried listening to it like two weeks ago. <laughs> yes, I'm the same. There is something intensely emotional about that song. I don't know why. Yesterday makes me go. Uh, yesterday can fuck oh, itself. Like that film ruined like it for classic, me. Classic, like sad. Yeah, that film. Yeah, that film I've not seen. Sucked. Bad film. Have well, you seen? Have you seen it? Anya? Yeah, yeah, that's one of <laughs> you've seen. For... seen are bad or for teenagers. <laughs> 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 Yesterday, I'm for that. Yeah, all yeah. my troubles seem so far like, away. Mm. How are mm. you going to Please don't. I just, uh, yeah, thought I'd do it, but apparently I'll never do that again. No, please don't. Just want to sing. This is the new, this is the new um, lawmaker of this podcast. <laughs> yes, please, please. Lou never yeah, sing yeah. that. I mean, this would feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> but that's a really classic sad song. Whereas, Hey Jude, I feel like it's full of like hope, which is. Uh, really sad yes no it is hope is way sadder than actual sadness which i don't want to like skip ahead to something that i might mention later on okay but i'm going to have to the hunger games well, <laughs> yeah. recent that i yeah. really love professor professor no president snow who's the <laughs> evil guy in it mm. he has this quote which again blew my mind as a kid where he goes uh to the to the like guy who's running the games he's like uh he's talking about making them scared and he's like no fear isn't the most powerful emotion and uh the guy's like what what is and he goes hope and i was like fuck (laughs) mic drop (laughs) the games are open (laughs) 
I like to think that when you saw that in the cinema, the people were just like, everything's really silent. You're just like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> guys, <laughs> stop the film. <laughs> Did you hear that shit? <laughs> what did you just say? Put down the bow and arrow. We have hope. Hey, I've been June. really. T- <laughs> did you watch? Uh, did you watch uh, Get Back? Is that yes. the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really like rekindled my so love of the Beatles good. recently. So, so I watched A Hard Day's Night when um, when I first started getting back into them, which I think is maybe the first film they did. I think so. Yeah, and they, I'm going to be honest. Look, all exactly the same. Yeah, um, and in, in black and white. Mm-hmm. It's even harder. It's not going to help with the old facial recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I found I didn't realize that they were funny. I didn't realize yes. that they were funny. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. And then I watched that film and I was like, these guys are kind of funny. And then it was all on the same train journey. I was coming back from somewhere. And then I watched like on YouTube, there are these um, compilations that are like, it's funny because they use like the language of like Gen Z TikTokers, but for videos of the Beatles, it's like 10 minutes, 10 minutes straight of the Beatles being chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) The most intense Beatles jams ever. (laughs) What up, Paul? You want a cup of tea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, these guys are fucking hilarious. And then that's the same thing. And get back, I had, I was, isolating i didn't have covid but i thought i had it mm. um and then i just kind of it like turned into shielding before christmas right so i was just in my house alone for a week and i just bashed through yeah yeah get back and i i loved it so much and i was like <laughs> I, is it it's like 68 or something like that it's like yeah. towards the end of it so they're all kind of like they've they're all gone the they've all been to india because there's a great bit yeah. where like george harrison just has a couple of harry krishnas just sat in the corner yeah. a bit like and you can just hear them talking about like oh they're still over there just like <laughs> What are they doing over there? They're I watching. Their wives and that, right, that, <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. that annoyed. Like, that I, I didn't watch it. What's her name? Yoko Ono. I'd be fuck. I'd be livid with what's his face, John Lennon, for bringing her into practice. Okay. I, if you bring, like, I love Alice, <laughs> but if you bring Alice to a recording, like, I, I love you, mate. Like, yeah, be like, yeah. fuck, are you doing here? Yoko. What are you doing here, Al? Hey, I mean, but <laughs> I have to say, I completely had that yeah. opinion when I first watched it. I was like. Uh, I was watching it with my fat mate Harry and I was like, what the fuck is she doing? I was getting so angry. Um, and then I read some, I read t- two interesting articles about it. Um, one was like, she, uh, she's a performance artist, obviously. And if you look at a lot of her work, she like likes to put herself in spaces. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they treated her in that documentary as doing her own sort of performance art. Yeah. But also kind of on the other side of that, I read, I read a tweet, which as we all know, completely factually <laughs> yeah but apparently she had a miscarriage like oh, right okay. before filming oh shit so it makes sense that like John she's like, with them oh. all the time yeah you so sound like a dickhead now stop yeah being so mean <laughs> but when she starts wailing i was like fuck me that sounds terrible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get out of the studio <laughs> you're ruining the vibe interesting how now we all like the Beatles and the Beatles are of course like our parents generation their band and yet they still stand the test of time do you reckon that there are bands that are coming out now that will yeah who else have you been uh, listening to recently that I'm always fascinated it's really hard like I feel like I've like really allowed myself to go back to the Beatles because I was like I just really like this and then for like recently I, I did a brief job where I worked at Radio One for a bit, and so I mm. listened to Radio One a lot. And like, I found it difficult to kind of enjoy that music in the same way. Yeah. So I, like, I I don't have, I don't know. Like, th- maybe it's something to do with it being like in the past and it's like yeah. stable. Yeah, it's like, yeah. That's that. 
But then when it's now, I'm like, there's so much. Yeah, there's it's so crazy how like, scary how there is. Yeah, it, it's hectic. And I find that if you like summer, if you find if you found something you like, mm. I recently got into Jerry Cinnamon. I know it's not about me. It's about <laughs> you. But <laughs> allow, allow it. And you can find a back catalogue of like four, five, six, seven albums. Then, oh my God, I'm sort, I'm set for a yeah, while. Yeah, 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 Whereas yeah. now, if you listen to Radio 1, you've H has done a track with YG about flip-flops. And it's like, it's brilliant for now. H from Steps has done a... H from Manchester, the rapper. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Weird. I find him like deeply sexual. He H. is sexually um, appealing. Sorry, right, you're allowed. Fine. I mean, yeah, it's cool. Why is that weird? Yeah, yeah. yeah no offense to him. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you met him, you would fucking hate him. You'd be like, yeah, I like girl. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, I like, I like your t-shirt. Can I have it? Can I have it though? Can I have it though? Nice. AJ Bid with a BJ track. AJ Trap. Bam. I've got a million pound jet. Didn't even get the train. Boss. He would have been such a knobhead in school. I bet. H. I don't know. Did you? Uh, <laughs> so what, I was going to say because we always had this little thing about when people like talk about music on here. It's usually stuff that they listened to when they were growing up. So that would make sense yeah. with like the Beatles and stuff. But what else were you kind of like into when you were kind of growing up? It's interesting because I have divorced parents, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like what I was into. Yeah, actually, yeah. I think we're all, yeah. Hell yeah. Not you, producer Paul, with your happy mum and dad. Nuclear family. And that's why you don't get a microphone. (laughs) 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 I feel like I had quite like different experiences of whose car I was in. That's when music was playing. Yes. Yes, I had this. car versus the dad car. Dad car was kind of like more Beatles, more... More kind of, I some modern stuff would sneak in. I think at one point there was like a Jason Derulo track <laughs> on his iPod. <laughs> I, love and that. I was like, hmm, what's going on here? <laughs> Mid-life. solo. Yeah, yeah, solo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I go back to that as well. I went through a phase of lockdown of going back to stuff that I listened to growing up, of uh like slightly later growing up, of only listening to songs from 2009. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is like banging year for music. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my dad's car was like kind of the Beatles, kind of. My dad had Anastasia. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, I'm out of love. That's yeah. Anastasia in a cracking song. Free. Oh, sorry. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I want you to keep And let me that. out this misery. Yeah. Show me the that's way. That's a shit, man. Yeah, that's good. And then my mum would have Shania Twain. Oh. Ooh, these are so like strong. upbeat. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. My mum That's why I am the way I am. <laughs> My mum had Primal Scream, who I nice. also quite like listening Lovely. to. Yeah. In Excess. In Excess? Oh. Is that how you say that? In Excess. Oh, the guy who, who, uh, who killed himself. <laughs> he, he, well, no, he didn't kill himself. I don't think he meant to. I just know it was uh, Michael Hutchins. And uh, he, I, he, I think he had a wank on, a, on the loo or something like that. And then he died. He he, he did something. There's a Goldie looking chain song where they cool, they, they re- reference In Excess as lead singer. Sweet. Back to you. Yeah, yeah. Back to the day. <laughs> My mum was also more Rolling Stones. So I also have oh, okay, cool. Not in the same way as the Beatles. Um. I went to a Rolling Stones tribute concert like when I was like eight and they got me up on stage. Like They got all the kids up on stage. What? She danced a honky-tonk with me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so cool. And something was awakened within you. <laughs> I was like, I am a honky-tonk <laughs> But like, I think, so those were kind of the different ones. And I, I have gone back to them a lot recently. <clears throat> Um, and it's the same like I don't know what a band would be that would stand the test of time like mm, that now mm. like I don't think we're ever gonna have the 2009 tunes though like oh, yeah. one of those because I'm like sort of same sort of era like what were you what were the bands that you acts that you were listening to um, well 2009 I think it was like so I was in year 7 in 2009 so it was like chart box I think 2009 is 
let's get it started by the black eyed peas. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I, also, the explicit, except it's not explicit. It's just like the version that's really uh, politically incorrect which isn't the censored version, which is a different version. I didn't even know there was an uncensored version. Okay, I don't... What? <laughs> there is. Is it problematic? Yeah. <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas, bad. No, I th- think it was cultural lingo. Okay, understood. Oh, okay. oh, oh, okay. But I didn't want to know that. I didn't know that. But yeah, it, but the thing is, that anything, like that, anything that the Black Eyed Peas did between that first, was it Elephunk and... Mm whatever their second their next album was we'll kind of stand the test of time anyway, i don't think they will i, I don't <laughs> think the black eyed peas are gonna have the same success as the beatles I, <laughs> imagine I, I, I mean you'd be surprised i'll go out on a limb as we've moved into limbs uh dex to the tv show are you a big fan of it or no not never seen oh, fair enough then <laughs> are you into any other tv shows is this a new segment <laughs> no i don't really know what's happening here tv shows i can connect with much better than yes okay cool yeah 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 okay sorry for being a shit guy <laughs> no, it's like loop at you on a really really weird spot then where it's like dexter have you seen <laughs> oh, but like I again, panicked. more recent tv shows like not the classic ones i haven't watched a lot of the classic ones okay um, i have watched like friends and stuff and that's something I'm re-watching as well at the moment Excellent. I'm clinging on to a lot of the past right now yeah. <laughs> I'm really but it's so much more it's so, the amount of times I've watched like the American office because it's just like it's there it. oh really it. oh, it's awesome UK office um, I've watched Succession oh yes time. I love Succession Do you, are you yeah big huge fan huge fan I'm in a group chat for it it's like <laughs> my whole person really yeah. I the thing is I don't know enough really? people that watch it and it's really sad because uh, I think before lockdown everyone at work had just seen the first series and then i caught up mm. and then we finished and then i couldn't really talk to anyone about it but wow oh, tom is the greatest character tom and greg so are like good, the two best so characters good. i think have ever been created it. yeah i've seen it i Lou didn't like it no i did actually 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 josh i, think I watched a, it the first time podcast we definitely didn't say that well i've tried again but the thing is right with this first series we start Crescendo, crescendo, amazing. Here we go. Strap in. What's going to happen? And then we get to episode two. And then three, four, five. Quite <coughs> fuck all happen. Fuck all happens. A lot of words have been flown around the boardroom. There's a lot of meetings. A lot of getting mm-hmm. cabs. There's a lot of like hijinks. I but now it happens. Yeah, and then of course shit happens. And it's also I can't get out of my head. It's just King. It's King Lear. It, it's it, King it, Lear it, vibes for sure. It's King Lear with a modern twist. Yeah, but that's every yeah. piece of culture ever is another piece of culture. <laughs> yeah, you're twist. right. You're right. <laughs> modern. Speaking of someone who's seen no films. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, Lion King, fuck it. It's just Hamlet in it in a bit it's of cartoon. They're not even real, are they? They're all animals. Ugh. Oh my God, Lion King is Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> fascinated with what people do with their time mm. like when i was a kid i'd be like what do you what do you do when you go home he's like oh i'll do this i'll do that i'd be like oh i should maybe i should try that i should do that but what i'm guessing when you were a kid you were studying and reading and that sort of stuff not gonna be a nerd <laughs> yeah i'll go as far to say i mean you went to cambridge didn't you i did yeah you yeah. fucking nerd i will say it i will say it you nerd <laughs> i'm not scared I'm why are we punching down to cambridge <laughs> why are we scared of them i'm not scared i'm not scared of you and you you book reading fuck sorry i'm so sorry and what age do you mean um i suppose your formative years are like what you 12 to I think when you're 12 to 7, 16, that's when you like your stuff 
or your first stage of your stuff. And now I'm in the same stage where I'm going back to revisit things that I liked yeah. back then. Is it yeah. say, oh, did I have it right? And then some stuff will be, oh my god, I didn't, I did not have it right at all. But then some some stuff stays. I think what the thing is is that like I would have certain things that I would love with my whole heart, and right. just like a few key things like that were so classic for teenagers of that time like the like twilight the hunger games mm. um which obviously both books and films so yeah like kind of double time to take up yeah, like yeah yeah go through all the books and, and the films and like watch it all and read it all over and over again yeah and i would just like dedicate like my whole life to that <laughs> were you yeah were you... Oh, i just remembered something so bad oh yeah yeah, yeah. actually go um, on i Music wise, this was maybe a little bit later. I would say maybe 16, so this top end of that. So younger age, it was like, oh my God, okay, no, I think <laughs> I know what all my time was on. Uh, the X Factor. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. what, what? I was what? obsessed with the X Factor and I was obsessed with One Direction. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. To the point um, that, like, I remember one of them, my favorite one was Niall. Um, the Irish one, yeah, yes, I'm... from from um, Longford. Uh, we had we had Alison Spittle on. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she told yeah, us where yeah, he was yeah. from. Sorry yes. about that. No, of course. I obviously already know everything about his family. Right? <laughs> um, so no news to me. Tell the address. I was so obsessed with with One Direction and him to the point that like I remember. I like had like a fan account on Twitter and I would I tweet I tweeted him once and he replied to me before a drama class and I nearly passed out. <laughs> Do you remember what you said? Yeah, I said, can you tell me to have a good drama class? <laughs> and he said, yeah, have a good class. No, so Bye-bye, two exclamation marks. I can oh. see it. I can see the tweet. <laughs> Do you still have access to the account that you could just like print that like no, frame? No, the, the authorities me. have got I, all of that taken it down, I imagine. <laughs> I've deleted like that account, but he he hasn't changed his account. So if you search my name and him, then it's like, Oh, it's still there. Oh wicked. I found it like a year ago. And and the thing is with with the One Direction thing, I remember genuinely thinking like well, I fancy, it's not like I fancy Harry Styles, which would be completely unrealistic. I've got a chance with Niall. Oh. The self-policing that you would have to, oh God. And that took up so much of my life. And then later that changed into Bastille. Okay. Oh, Bastille. Bastille. I, Bastille. <laughs> I know a fact about the lead singer of Bastille. The reason why they're called Bastille is because he was born on, Bast Bastille, on Day. Bastille Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. someone who had a Tumblr blog fan <laughs> account for them. Um, I love them. And like when I, I, with One Direction and Bastille, it's like this, I've read interesting like books about it since, but I think it's like the, the appeal of like as a teenage girl, this boy band who like, you can love and they can't, there's no risk with it. Like they can't hurt you basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, it's like a kind of, like a love that you can feel really intensely, but you don't have to deal with any of the like actual the backlash. It's yeah. like, yeah. it's like how people were with the Beatles back in the day. Exactly. So it's all gone full circle. That is so true. I like, and, and running fan accounts, like were you like, what, what's the price? What is it like running a fan account? Like, I don't, I, I would say like there was, I don't know. I think my, we had access to the, it, I, I was allowed to go on the internet for too long as a child unsupervised <laughs> essentially is what happened. And so I kind of found these spaces and I wasn't like, 
I don't know if people listening to this have a, like an awareness of like fan culture. I wasn't like one of the mass. There are sometimes like massive ones who are like the leaders. I was just like a little a girl who like liked them and didn't have anything else to talk about, so I just would talk about. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't like, but with the Bastille one, I think that was that was on Tumblr. So it was just like looking at pictures of them and reposting it. To <laughs> like that's a nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with it was so nice. I think it's all about like it all just comes back to like. Com- community yeah 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 yeah. part of a community of something yeah you do something with people you like which i guess is like kind of like now when you're like when you find something that you have in common with someone you're like oh thank god like yeah yeah we're clinging to the same so i remember being like uh so i was massively into like wrestling uh when i was a child and uh, it's the lap now and there was a wrestling do you like wrestling (laughs) oh all right okay well almost there i like boxing as well but talking about fan community though i remember being on the internet when i was younger trying to like and it was when i discovered that like wrestling wasn't real at the age of like 18 and um (laughs) (laughs) i was and realized that there was this massive community on there and just being so terrified because it was really apparent like so the One Direction and the um and the, and the, and that sort of fan community sounds really sweet and the Bastille one, but the I learned like super quickly that if you went onto like you know Reddit or anything like that and got involved in any of the kind of the uh, the wrestling sort of like discussions mm. and you just went in being like hey guys what is uh getting you know what does gigging mean or something like that like a real basic wrestling term they would you would just get scorned and it would just be ruined really? and they would absolutely yeah. gun you and you'd just be called like the most horrific names and then oh i'd never got once in... never went back on reddit again yeah reddit and tumblr and never because i yeah the, the the backlash of not being an expert and those places those little areas of the internet can get so niche i think there isn't like that kind of gatekeeping thing there was an element of that in the band fan culture where, where they're like oh, people aren't true fans because they don't know harry styles birthday. Like, yeah. birthday yeah 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 that's so bad that i think that's actually might be right <laughs> I, I might still know that I think it might be the first when's event. Niles birthday <laughs> when's Niles yeah September 13th thir- <laughs> what, 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 what do you think would happen if you met him would you like to meet him <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I've, I'm so annoyed that I've spoken about this now because now that it would be very difficult to erase the traces, I wouldn't be able to pretend to be like, oh, hey, who are you? Like, no, if I did, they bring him and up then on I stage. ended up in a relationship with him, people would be like, she's spoken about him on a podcast. <laughs> you know what? It could be even weirder. I remember weirdly, this is this is such an odd thing. There were these uh, two women that were talking heads on like a night on like, we love the 80s or 70s, yeah. like Channel 5 documentary. And I kid you not, um, this one woman basically said that she grew up and she was a massive her and her friend she her friend was a massive fan of David Bowie and she was a massive fan of Gary Newman the guy mm-hmm. who did that cars and she said I was going to marry one day marry Gary Newman one day and she did she actually married Gary Newman one day and her friend married or got with David Bowie multiple times like that is fucking weird because like, at that point David Bowie was still alive he could just watch that and just be like yeah, they were planning it when she married <laughs> when she got with him he was still alive yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 David Bowie died years after. Yeah, yeah. Get with it. Yeah. Still counts. One way or another. One way or another. Yeah. Different part of Tumblr, uh, dark web Tumblr. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's so, that's so, I guess it's like, there are so many stories like that, but you don't hear them as much nowadays but maybe that's because mm-hmm. maybe they could there could be another batch of them once i start <laughs> when you lead the revolution maybe access, <laughs> access is too easy now because they just dm them but maybe it was kind of easier in the past because like there weren't that many places to go that's what I, even yeah. like in the 60s there was like 
I think like the main clubs in London where everyone knew where all the stars yeah, were hanging yeah. out. And then people would just go. And then like, I guess if they, if you were fit and they fancied you, then like there's quite a high chance of like hooking up with them. Yeah. Right I mean, there now. have been some terrible stories about how that went for some people in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, actually, that's, yeah, <laughs> there are some to that as well, I would say. Just to give it the nuance. <laughs> Light and dark. Your perfect day. You you wake up, you, you salute your Nile poster um snog it snog snog the poster (laughs) have full sex sex with the poster uh paper cuts galore quick trip down to a and e uh your mum takes you she's playing the blossoms in the car yeah Uh, (laughs) i'm out of this fantasy now (laughs) but in that sense what would be the tv show you would watch that you would bring that you would bring to a uh, what would be the what would be the TV show that you would watch in bed at hospital recovery or film or what book would you read or music would you or listen comic to or book what piece or... of art would you look at interesting question <laughs> I don't it feels so like I feel like I'm very bad at remembering things outside of the present <laughs> like outside of what I'm watching at the moment do you know what uh, I find like so so com- I don't know. I was going to say comforting, but I actually don't know if I do find it that comforting. <laughs> What's that? Com- comedy? Oh. <laughs> comedy. Yeah. But I loved Stafflet's Flats so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's kind of not the same as that, but like when I was um, super, super depressed at mm-hmm. the end of 2019, I think maybe that's when season one was coming out. Yeah. yeah something so. like that. Yeah. And I remember... Like I was so like everything in my life was like crashing down. Everything was going so wrong, and I would watch it and just be like, "Oh, thank God!" Yeah. Um, and also, I have that with with podcasts. Um, this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, do you know Ellis James and John Roberts? Oh yes, you're talking yes. to a couple of PCDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Originals, XFM days. There oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. I find it so comforting. Oh, I love those guys. I listen to it every so, day. Yeah, for long. It's so good. My mum got me onto that show. Really? So like, we were talking about going in the car with our parents, and I remember like I remember uh, changing the radio station to XFM once, and then just leaving it on there. My mum didn't know how to work the dial, so she just listened to because used to be the Josh Winnicombe show that yeah. slot and then Ellis and John came along and she was like telling me it's like oh have you because I started doing comedy around the same time that that my mum started so basically she told me oh these two there's one of them's a Welsh guy and this other guy's just like just doesn't shut up and loves talking about himself and and I love them I love them both and they were like John Robbins and then since that moment I just I fell in love with those two they're brilliant it's, it, uh, they've created a really wonderful community space i think for people and i don't know i think the whole podcast can become that and i hope that he knows that he makes a difference which one ellis is fine (laughs) (laughs) what what yeah what 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 drew you to them well i so i the first kind of encounter i had with comedy was i started working at the fringe oh cool um, and i did like a reception job and i was like an intern to and the other girl on the desk, who's great, she's now a comedy agent, and she uh, was like knew so much good stuff. So she basically like told me who to go and see, and gave me loads of podcasts to. So she recommended Ellis and John, and she recommended Adam Buxton. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I think those are the two that I kind of like got into, and was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Um, and I think it was something that in like times of crisis, I was going to say in lockdown, I did go back to it in lockdown as well, but it was actually like in the depression before that as well, mm. when I would like need this kind of 
comforting yeah. like voice voices that you're like i know who you are and i yeah. know like what your what your vibe is yeah. in a way that like i can just go back to it but there's enough of that with a podcast where like i guess like with staff that's facts i was like this is great and so funny but it was only like it was like it's a really short yeah watching. um whereas it's also the same in lockdown i like got so hooked on goggle box oh like, really a regular thing yeah, yeah, like, yeah these are just some people who are the same and i'm their friend <laughs> yeah. and also i was working i was doing the job with channel four at that time so mm. i was doing a lot of the tweets about goggle box as channel four oh, okay so yeah. i would watch cha- i would watch goggle box in the day for work and then re-watch it in the evening yeah yeah it'd be like i love it so much <laughs> like i think it's just like the 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 stability of like people kind of doing the same thing in the same structure, but obviously their conversations change and you're like, you really feel like you get to know them. Yeah. Also like I have that with so many comedians podcasts where I know the comedians and I'm like, do is it weird? But then I'm kind of like, no, I don't think so. Like it's a compliment. Yeah. It's it's why people make them. It's a hook for the ears. When you know, no one's watching, not in a sordid way. What, what what are you going to stick on on YouTube? What are you going to? You're on Instagram. Oh, you, you're scrolling mindlessly. You're doing something. You're doing this, that, the other. So this is this is again like something that I I don't know if it's it's guilty in the conventional sense, but I guess it's it's guilty because I'm like this is so kind of basic. Yeah. Um. And also like as a, a person whose job is trying to be funny, it's. I find this so much funnier in a way that I will never achieve. Um, uh, animal vines. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a subcategory of that, which isn't a video, but panoramas of dogs that are squashed. What's Funnier a pan- what's anything a- I'll ever make in my life. <laughs> what's a panorama? Like, you know, when you take a panorama on an iPhone, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. go across and then basically quite they're quite hard to get right. So something will go like it will like jolt and then the the photo won't take it's like basically where it takes like you could take a picture of this whole room and you have to turn your phone around to get it all in yeah, i've always done them unsuccessfully i just yeah, don't, yeah, I don't yeah. like um, it's all like really jaggedy and stuff so there's like a recording a bird that won't fly properly <laughs> it's so funny and it works as well really well with people but like with dogs i just find it there's so many if you there's like great buzzfeed article compilations of like these 10 crazy panorama dogs and it's like a dog with white like it's just like a tail and a leg <laughs> <laughs> and like a nose and I just find them so funny and then animal vibe again in that period of depression sometimes uh, Statlet's Rats was even too much for me to handle and there was the same 10 minute video um Animal, it's called Animal Vines for When You're Depressed as Fuck. It's okay. on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, and boy, was I. <laughs> I also have gone back to it, like, sometimes I'll put it on the TV with my flatmate. The big TV. The big TV. <laughs> Play it on the big TV. Airplay it. Yeah. When it's a cat licking a bowl. Bang. <laughs> no, no, you're joking. I do that. <laughs> I do. I do it as well, but I wouldn't do it on the main telly. I'd do it in the privacy of my laptop. No, no, no. We, we put it on. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And then we did, like, Vine compilations, but... I prefer animal vines to people vines. Vines as in <coughs> the six old second TikTok. videos. Old TikTok. But you, you do quite a lot of TikToks as well, right? I do, but like I, I go through phases. I'm trying. It's weird because I kind of only do it when I have an idea for one. And also right. it's harder when there's like live stuff going on now. I tried to do it in lockdown because it felt like a kind of access to comedy. Yeah. But I also find it so annoying that like 
I'm not the best at it. Like <laughs> it's just too. And if something goes wrong on it, like as in when I say go wrong, I mean doesn't go viral. I'm yeah, like, well, that's pathetic and humiliating. Yeah, I'm well die now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel, and that's the fear of even trying. I suppose because yeah. it, it's just. I, I just feel like a useless tool. I keep saying to Lou, I really want to make one for the for, for the podcast. You crack that. on, but I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> Got shit to do, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> just, just email me and we'll work. see. We'll see what we'll work. see what we can do. Pal. I do. I just want to be TikTok famous, just for like one day. That's all I want. I think everyone is TikTok famous one day. It's like like Warhol. Warhol is that you say? Warhol? Andy Warhol. Oh yeah, like fifty like minutes of fame sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone in the world will have a viral video on TikTok. It's so like random have you watched on netflix have you seen that show called hype house yeah is that out is yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah i saw like a parody video of that and i thought it was like a um like hypothetical parody i didn't realize it was like an actual thing oh i didn't know i thought What's it was house, a parody Josh? i still think it was a parody i'm kind of a bit i'm about like five or six episodes the hype house of the tiktokers who live together yeah and they're all like 18 like 19 20 or something a like netflix that. show yeah it's it. like a whole netflix series. i think i think there had been the previous series as well but one of them but basically the whole thing is about these people who are like millionaires and they all live in this mansion and they just create tiktok stuff like that and it's just like Ugh. and it's really mundane but they get so crushingly depressed when they make a video and it's like they've spent like 20 grand on it yeah and then it's barely got any <laughs> i can imagine <laughs> they deserve it yeah, yeah. yes yeah. I feel joking. No- <laughs> joking. you saying something in what you just said which actually i can't find the link but it has reminded me of another comfort thing that i have which oh, yeah. i think is really important to mention Come dine with me. Yes. Love come dine with me. Always here for it. I always used to be like, I remember when I got home from school, I would like kind of watch like Friends, I think, until the evening, early evening. So my mom was working. She worked, she's a doctor. So she would come home quite late. So I'd have like a nanny there who would like hang out with me until... Uh, like my mum got home and then my mum would like often come home around the time that Come Dine With Me was on so that was like the handover time essentially <laughs> and she would watch it with me and Aww. like I feel like there's a as well when you're a kid and your like sense of humour is being formed like you base it off what other people are laughing sure. at well. yeah, yeah, yeah. and I remember like Come Dine With Me is so funny yeah yeah and i would it was like a real like oh this is a really funny show that my mum me and my mum will watch together yeah and i just loved it and like same now like it's just so reliable if i'm at home for for any reason and it it's on we can just chuck it on and you just know like oh shit my friend from work was on come down with me recently (gasps) and honestly i have not fucking stopped pestering and being like what's it are you still in touch with the other people like what was their food really like of course they're not (laughs) A come down with me episode for you mm. what would you what would you cook I'm for a people terrible cook. Well, okay terrible. what this podcast has made me realize is what do i have <laughs> <laughs> what have i got the mirror personal arsenal to offer <laughs> the mirror of what truth. You, it's what? like a, it's like a horrific date when the the, the, yeah, the truth the mirror, mirror is being held up and it's, it's like not a debt. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly i'm a really date. sorry i got you a fudge cake <laughs> chocolate thing yeah, is it any good actually it's giving me a headache i have some oh, I'm sorry, so much that. sugar is the first thing you said though isn't it what would you what would your entertainment be at a come dine with me i always think that's yeah, way do, more interesting i don't know i feel like i like hosts Thing, thing yeah, like yeah not the food element because i'm really bad i've hosted like new year's eve parties um where it's been like a small group of people mm. like eight ten people and i've tried to cook dinner and it was inedible <laughs> inedible what did, like, you, what did you go for i can't i think a tagine What's a tagine a- and a cake and both went horribly wrong i didn't have enough like couscous to go with the tagines it was kind of like tagine just like 
raw yeah. dog on the plate. What? What? What's dishing? It's like, I don't know. I just remember. It's like a Moroccan like, it dish, like a, isn't it? It's a Moroccan dish. Yeah. It's like kind of like a stew. I was also vegan at the time. Okay. So like, I feel like all recipes are slightly harder if you're vegan. Because yeah. You Consistencies and, and yeah, textures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. You got to get it higher. Um, so... Uh, in that case, I would say it kind of worked in my favor because no one could eat anything that everyone got hammered so far. There you go. That's what it you need. It was a murder mystery party as well. Oh, this was my fourth birthday. Fourth birthday party? You were making a tagine. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought you were, I thought you were posh, but fuck me. Thought you were posh. Hosting. <laughs> What's tagine when it's home? It's like, stew. you <laughs> thick fuck. Sit down. <laughs> No yeah. wonder I don't get invited to the parties. <laughs> no, oh my god, I the, I like love to to host things. I but like always am limited by space and my yeah. skills. And I'm like, I just would love to host. Um, would you ever do come down with me? No, god. Like I've so when I worked at Channel Four, it was basically like doing social media for a lot of their like re- reality shows. Like I, oh, yeah. I think it was mostly reality shows, and like that. Like, I would say I love so much of their shows now. There was a brief period of one. <laughs> I don't think, I think it maybe did two seasons called Five Guys a Week. Did Seen it. Brilliant. Brilliant. No. It's, what's, it's what amazing. Is, what's Five Guys a I'll Week? I'll tell you for what it is, boy. <laughs> All right. A lady. It was a lady, wasn't it? It was always a lady. Um, she can't find a man, right? Oh, so yeah. she invites five blokes. Oh, I know why it's called Five Guys a Week now. To a house. Yeah, go on. Yeah. And then... It's over like a week, and yeah. then she whittles them down. They, sorry, they live there. Oh, yeah, they oh, live there. They live in her house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Five. Sorry, oh, yeah, she was saying. Five guys live in her house, and every day she eliminates one. <laughs> it always starts the same. They're always, they always look like a tube of toothpaste that's been squeezed too tight. They're all just like sat there. Proper. Yeah. Like, Do you guys want bacon sandwiches? And then yeah, they go out for yeah. a walk. They get rid of the fucking IT loser. Yeah. Early doors. <laughs> every week, he's gone. And then they're left with a bricklayer who's just fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she's got a kid. She introduces the kids to the one of them. One of them's like an absolute knob and then the other one's nice and then it probably just doesn't oh, work then he's out the last anyway. Is that, is that, yeah. It's such a good show. I feel like I've watched so many of like Channel 4's reality TV shows. Oh, I've watched God, like, yeah. other reality TV, but like I think Channel 4 has got like the British like... Psyche, yeah, down. Psyche definitely. Yeah. Like, and I just think like having watched so much of that, like I can't see a world in which I would ever come across well, even though like I do think maybe like I feel like I could go on like Love Island. I think I would I would back myself on Love Island. Or what was the other hungry? I games? think you would I think you would <laughs> fucking hate that. I wouldn't I, I would be like You would hate Love Island. Yeah but I would but love hungry I would games. be like doing like looks to the camera. Oh no <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for a chat, yeah? Yeah I would be like Phoebe Waller Bridge in the fuck out of it. Like, everyone would be like this girl is the people's princess. I fucking wish they would do that one series just drop like yeah drop you in there and just be like completely like it would be so good if you had yeah. someone actually like normal on on like on a love island cast yeah and just to just to do exactly that just like when you're kind of being pulled aside and being like hey uh yeah do you want to do you want to chat and you're just like oh <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing is that i feel like in those reality shows where there's like a skill like come down with me or whatever i don't know with those i'm kind of like i don't know if i would do them but in one way i'm like i for some reason i think it's really to- a really toxic trait of mine i'm like <laughs> yeah i'd clean up on that <laughs> <laughs> fuck everyone everyone <laughs> no i wouldn't fuck them all they would all fall in love with me. yeah 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 <laughs> they'd all be like they'd all be like head over heels <laughs> 
yeah. it would be like the first time on the show the producer would be like there'd be no sex they're all writing poems <laughs> <laughs> they're all sat cross-legged looking at her on the beach it's <laughs> just being like Anya tell us more <laughs> tell us more about these films you've never seen <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles <laughs> what do you mean we all look alike why does she keep doing why does she yeah. keep doing this to us my psyche can't take this I've lifted weights to be here I've lifted so many weights to be on this show <laughs> Anya thank you so much for coming on before you leave though where can people check you out like what can people hear you from check and everything like that out on social media twitter is at anya mags uh instagram is at anya magliano tiktok is also at <laughs> anya magliano should you wish to travel there um, i also do a podcast with my friend harry monahan called the weekly shop uh, which is about going to the supermarket because that's the one thing i have experience of <laughs> and can talk about <laughs> um that's it from me uh thank you so much for being in the cultural vacuum wonderful Anya Magliano there oh that was a, a wonderful chat with a wonderful person wonderful wonderful I, I really enjoyed that she was a, a treat a, 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 a warm fr- br- fresh air yes warm, yeah. warm free, fresh a air a free flowing gust of uh, of conversational chat yeah and you know what we nailed conversational tone I Com- think. yeah I think we're getting there man and I'm proud of you for reading the book Yes, I yeah, I did. I thank you. Uh, that actually means a lot. I'm really now reading. Proud. I didn't actually say the book that I'm reading now is uh, to sort of caveat that really deep history about Paris. I'm now reading a uh, Will Smith's book about himself. Oh my god, <laughs> audio book though. Uh, Lou, yeah. Ah, oh, well, firstly, tell us what you got. Some big news, guys. I got a plural. It's not. Uh, it's not big news because it crescendos it and it makes it seem not too big, guys. Lou, I'm, you I'm, got to plug yourself. I'm doing a work in progress. You absolute sausages. It is February the eighth at Camden Comedy Club. Not sure. What time yeah i think eight o'clock come on down it'll be important to me uh and it is of course sort of the warm-up to my uh debut hour called soft lad which will be going to edinburgh uh tunbridge wells is confirmed oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're in they're asking for me <laughs> not sorted out the room yet but they are interested in the old fitzy dog and his proverbs <laughs> and if you can't get enough of lou uh remember you can always get in touch with us uh we are the cultural vacuums and we're on twitter we're on Instagram. Um, but yeah, Lou, uh, what is it? Hello at the Cultural Vacuums is our... Is uh, our Twitter is at the Cultural Vacuums and on Instagram we're at the Cultural Vacuums. Guys, we're filming it in HD. This vi- These videos will be made possible and we'll probably work on some sort of paywall eventually. <laughs> Please be involved. Please like and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Thank you so Bye. much. Bye. Bye.